You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. Tom Tiarda didn't plan on spending his life designing cars. Though he grew up in Detroit, where his father John penned cars for Ford and Lincoln, Tom majored in architecture at the University of Michigan. But in his senior year, he decided to create a sports car for an industrial design course. My teacher, the professor, he didn't like the idea of me having fun and designing a sports car. The 82-year-old Tiarda told me, while looking over more than 1,000 cars gathered for the Concorso Italiano last month, in Monterey, California, one of the many events surrounding the annual Pebble Beach Concourse de Elegance. Tiarda created a sports station wagon, a design that landed him a job with top Italian coach builder, Ghia. Tiarda would spend the rest of his life working with Ghia and other Carrazza areas like Pininfarina and Giagiaro, designing cars and concepts for automakers from Ford to Ferrari, surveying the Black Horse Golf Course and greens awash in Ferraris, Lamborghinis, Maseratis, and more. Tiarda picked out his favorites, and discussed what inspired their design and how they changed the world of cars. The Fiat 124 Spider Tiarda wasn't even 30 when Fiat gave him free reign to design the lightweight, fun-to-drive 124 Spider. Fiat never gave that much importance to that car, he says, something that allowed him to create an affordable roadster that looked expensive. Tiarda had designed a Pininfarina show car called the Corvette Rondine. General Motors liked it, but they said it didn't look like a Corvette, so they couldn't use it, he says. The Rondine became the basis of the 124, the car that became Fiat's bestseller in America. The car before the 124 was a very banal, normal design, Tiarda says. It was nice, but nothing particular, whereas the 124 was affordable, but very nice. Bringing exclusive design down market remains a common way of adding value to mid-range brands. Tiarda cites the Alfa Romeo 4C as an affordable car that draws exotic styling from exotics like the 7-figure 8C. The Magnum LaForza 4x4 In the early 1980s, Tiarda joined a new design firm in Turin. After drafting prototypes for Citroën and Chrysler, the company decided to make its own car, but didn't have the funding to develop a chassis. Instead, it bought the underpinnings to a light truck from industrial manufacturer Iveco. The Magnum 4x4 sold in the U.S. under the LaForza brand. This was 1984, so you know, the term SUV was not invented back then, Tiarda says. Lined with leather and powered by the same V8 in Ford's Mustang, the LaForza presaged the coming luxury SUV craze. The category has proliferated to the point where even Maserati and Lamborghini are getting into the game. De Tommaso Pantera Tiarda may be best known for his work with De Tommaso, particularly the Pantera, the boutique automaker's most popular model. 
a two-seater with a potent Ford engine stuffed just behind the passengers, Toyota's innovation in this design revolved around a form-follows-function authenticity. At that time, there was a mid-engine Ferrari, but if you looked at that car, you couldn't tell where this engine was located. There was no design clue that let you know where the power was coming from, Tiarda said. So I decided that I would do something different. I'll design the car so that you could tell where the power was coming from, in the middle of the car. If you look at the Pantera from the side, that upsweep of the rear fender looks like the haunches of an animal getting set to pounce. You know, it gives it strength. So the focal point of the Pantera, when you see it from the profile, is the middle of the car, where the power is coming from. Mid-engine designs are now de rigueur for exotic supercars, and a showcasing of their engine's power and placement has become so enunciated that brands like Audi and Lamborghini display the motors in their mid-engine cars under glass with spotlights. And Bugatti places no cover at all on the giant W16 amid in its $2.6 million Chiron. What comes next? Tiarda's insistence on honesty in design begs the question of how to appropriately design electric vehicles, because their drivetrain precludes the need to abide conventions like a long hood. That said, designers still do. The Vision Mercedes Maybach 6, an electric concept unveiled in Monterey, has a hood like the prow of a speedboat. Similar questions pertain to the design of autonomous vehicle should they reach production in terms of conventions like seat placement, instrument displays, windshields, and the like. Tiarda continues to design cars, but he isn't particularly interested in this challenge. Guys like in Google come up with these driverless cars that look like snowballs, he says disdainfully. I mean, what do you do with designing a driverless car? How do you be honest with it? I don't know. This article is written by Brett Burke. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.